Welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Comic books. We're actually going to do a comic book this week, not yeah. a Mad Lib. Yeah, I know. Though We're... I do love a Mad Lib show, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, I'm glad we still have a few more of those left. Yeah. That's a gift that keeps on giving. It really the is. Mad Libs. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. No, we've... Uh, Quite a couple of a uh, couple of weeks. Yep. Um, Went to see Teen Titans go to the movies. Mm. Wait, is that the official title of the movie? Teen Titans go to the movies. I thought it was just, I thought it was just the Teen Titan Go movie. No, it's Teen Titans Go! Exclamation point to the movies. Oh, that's right. They yes. did. Yeah. And they did. And you know what? Utterly enjoyable. Yeah. No, I figured it was going to be a a fun fun show. You know, I have to say, I was wrong about the Teen Titans about yeah. Teen Titans Go. Because when we actually made it down to Comic-Con, when was that? Back in 2015? Yes. I th- yes? 2015, 2014? When? Uh, no, it had, no, it had to have been 20... What was it, 2013? Oh, maybe it was 2013. I think it was 2013. It was like the year Teen Titans Go! was premiering because we got a bag. You know, they you register for Comic-Con and then you get a bag. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. like it was Arrow, and then you got an Arrow, and I think I got Teen Titans Go. Yeah, and I was like, Teen Titans Go, I don't want this shit. Who wants to watch this stupid show? It's for kids, whatever. Like I was not happy, and then I just happened to see it like <laughs> years later on a plane. Yeah, and holy shit, I was like, I have been missing out. Yeah, this show is hilariously funny, and it's got a lot of great Easter eggs. Yeah, that's the thing about the show, and it's on Hulu, so I actually might yeah. at some point, you know, like I keep saying this, I keep saying the same thing about actually finishing Young Justice too. Right, it's on Netflix, but you also got me the the last season on DVD. Yes, of Young Justice. Yeah. Well, Young Justice isn't on Netflix anymore. Oh, it's not. No, because they pulled everything off because it's going to go to that DC streaming service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which will probably be on Roku or no, on uh, Fire Stick. Probably. So we'll probably have to get it there. Yeah. Because I've been trying to think about this, like, you know, because I want, I would love to get that DC service, to be honest. Well, I want to see how much it is because I don't think they've put any pricing out. Yet, no, they they? didn't. No, it'll probably be. I think that's the question. Like, if we're, if it's as, like, comparable to, like, Hulu or Netflix, then yeah. If it's, like, if it's anything more than what I pay for Netflix, which I think is like eleven ninety nine, yeah. If it's anything more than that, I'm not interested. Yeah, you can suck my dick, DC. Yeah, so that's the thing. I really want to see like how expensive it'll be before I commit to getting the DC streaming. Because you know what, your shit ain't that good, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you already have too much of my money. You already, yeah. You've already, you've already taken enough of my life. Yeah, pretty much. So, I don't know if I want to give you any more. Although I was very happy to give them my time for the DC for the Teen Titans Go movie. Oh no, that was so fun. So many great jokes in there. Yeah. Just like, you know, if you're a fan of DC Comics, you will really enjoy this this movie. Yeah. There's, you know, you see characters in the background, like, you know, Metamorpho shows up, and oh, Red Tornado shows up, and Swamp Thing. There's a great running gag with a certain superhero team, should I say? I don't oh, no, we, we can let people see that. I would there... just say there's just such a great, because if you had asked me, like, what superhero team is the last superhero team you would ever expect to show up in this movie, I still would not have named this team. Yeah, no, that's it was a pretty it was, uh, a, it was a good poll. It was really really great and it's just very funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> a bunch of cool cameos for characters that uh was happy to see like a lot of my guys sure metamorpho metamorpho's there dead man's dead there. man's there red tornado's there red tornado did yeah there's a lot of characters in the background he's in the background a lot of these guys are just in the because there's a lot of they scenes, don't have a lot to do because there's a lot of scenes where also uh specter's there yes would you, there, there was a Dr. Fate poster. Yeah, I didn't see him. I didn't see him. I don't think he was there. But It's there one was... of those things that, like, I'd have to get the the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. And then pause it to see all the, the people who were actually in these, like, groups. Yeah. No, they do a lot of that to... Uh, there's a lot of characters that just ran in there because there's the whole premise is... Uh, basically, the premise is that the Teen Titans you know, are, you know, the Teen Titans and they're goofy, you know, yeah. and, and whatever. And they find out that there's another Batman movie. Mm-hmm. And so they sneak their way into this premiere. Yeah, because all the superheroes have been invited, but the Teen Titans haven't. Right, because the, nobody thinks because, they're legit. Right. So they sneak their way into this premiere, and Robin is like, they're like, here's the coming attractions for this movie. And so they're showing trailers, and Robin's like, it's going to be about me. It's going to be about me. And it never is. So his whole thing is he wants a movie. Yeah, he wants a movie, but they also realize that they need a nemesis because they don't apparently really have it. I guess on the show, there really isn't an established nemesis, I guess. Which I, I, honestly, I don't know. I haven't watched enough of it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, I don't know if this is the first time because the character uh, is Slade or Deathstroke. It's I, Deathstroke. They call him Slade, though. Well, they call him Slade because they probably didn't want to say you have, have a character on there called Deathstroke or Terminator. True. You know, they probably didn't want to... Because it is a kids movie. It's a kids movie. I mean, even though they reference Deadpool a bunch, they do. <laughs> yes, uh, they do. And is, it really—I mean, it's a kids movie. But let's be honest, it really is. There's, well, there's a lot there, there's of there's some uh, there's some dark shit that kind of happens. Yeah. Oh, very. Which, <laughs> but uh, it's amazing. But it's it done in such a way where you're just like you can laugh at it. Oh my god, I was laughing. There were so many things I was laughing at, just that I absolutely loved. That I just found, like, just fucked up and wrong, which is, you know, my sense of humor. So I was just like, yeah. this is the best. Well, what's, especially when it's related to uh, Batman, stuff like yeah. Batman and Superman and, yeah. you know, all the superheroes <laughs> and stuff. Like, there's a lot of a lot of good gags there in really there. Are. The stuff that makes it. And there's just a lot of, like, stuff in the background because, like, you know, they're in the city. Oh, yeah. There's, like, little... Uh... Little shops and stuff, but everything's kind of... Named after superheroes, yeah. which is how I would I would I would love to see that. Yeah, in absolutely. real life, you know, I'd go to those places. There's a there's one in there that's uh, apocalypse and yeah, it's apocalypse, but as it's like a lip place. It's lips and nails or something. Yeah, it's like a lips and nails and like lashes spa, place. Whatever. It's like a spa, but it's apocalypse. L I P S. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few other things. In the, there's, was, there's, a, there's, a, yeah. there's a whole bunch of them. You gotta like, if you, I would highly recommend seeing the movie and just kind of just pointing those things out. I and, do love it. The, it's this is like the very very beginning. There's like a sign in whatever city that they're based in, which I can't remember. I guess it was is a Jump City. Jump City maybe, and it's just it's like welcome to Jump City. Below it says safer than Gotham, <laughs> and that was funny. Yeah, no, there's there's, there's, a, there's a there's a plethora of fun to be had, and there's also like a lot of voices in there, like. That I was surprised that they would have. Yeah. Like Death, uh, uh, Will Arnett's Deathstroke. Yes. We knew that, but like. Tara Strong is Raven? Well, Tara Strong's Raven on the show. Right. Apparently. She's on the show, but I just was always, I always. I was surprised. I didn't realize she was on that show. That's the thing. I, th- I didn't I thought realize she was always she was like on it either. doing other things. She does a lot of stuff. Well, she's, she, yeah, she's, I mean. She's 
yeah prolific so well she's set too i mean she's oh, got like yeah. every fucking gig yeah wasn't she on the powerpuff girls too well, she's and... one of the powerpuff girls yeah. you know and she's obviously harley quinn right she's done you know? a lot of shit so. yeah so she does everything but uh nicholas cage oh that's right nicholas cage he, he finally gets to play superman yes in he a does. movie that people see <laughs> so i so he's uh, probably happy yeah yeah he was uh he was doing that and uh there was a few others yeah there was a couple of them you know i just realized we haven't done a show since comic-con so we haven't had a chance to react to like any trailers oh, or anything. oh yeah we I guess haven't we should maybe that's right touch we... upon that I and I posted this on our Facebook page. So I saw the trailer for the Titans TV show. Speaking of the Teen Titans, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Can we talk about that? Yeah, <laughs> I've never hated anything more. I don't think that just looks like <laughs> it, fuck Batman. Well, I'm yeah, just like that, this well, looks so stupid. I don't well, want. Well, I don't want it. I don't want any of it. Well, also too, it just looks like a parody, right? Of something where they're it like, looks like a fan film. It's like a fan. Oh yeah, like because yeah. some of like. Like the uh, and maybe the effects weren't finished and stuff, which is fine. But like some of the effects they were doing on like Starfire's hair and stuff, like I was just like, somebody did it in iMovie. It does not look good at all. You know who would make a great Starfire mm. would be a Beyonce. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yes, like I'm easily, like you could, like you don't even need to do anything with her skin because she's like pretty much looks like Starfire. Yeah, you just need to give her red hair. Just give her like red orange hair, and that'd she's be like, sweet. and just fucking glow her eyes, and she's like. And, and shit, if you if you, I, I would take I would take a Beyonce as Starfire. If they put it, if DC was, you yeah, know what, DC Beyonce, you could have that one. You could throw a mil, all the money in the world to have that Beyonce you know play what? Starfire, and they would make a shit ton of money because her fans would go crazy. I would go crazy, but at the same time, like Beyonce, would be like, I don't fucking need this. No, she don't need it. <laughs> I'd be like, damn straight, you know, because you know what, she's going to be on the cover of the September issue of Vogue. It's Anna Wintour's last issue, I guess ever. Because she's retiring. But she's going to be on the September issue. And the September issue is always the big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. In fashion. Because that's when all, you know, that's the big, big issue. Apparently, Beyonce is so fucking powerful that she gets to choose the photographer, choose the styling, and she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Like, Vogue has no say. That's like her contract is she gets to do whatever the fuck she wants for this cover. That's (laughs) how powerful Beyonce is. So she doesn't need to be in a superhero movie, but she could If she wants to. If she wants to be. If she wants to. Here's the thing. If if Beyonce was going to be in a superhero movie. I want a Starfire movie to be like. Then you get the entire thing. She could, she could have a Starfire. If she, if she was like, I really like Starfire, and I think I could do this role. Because I mean, I mean, I, I was just thinking about that because they have. Well, she was in what Gold Member or whatever. Yeah, she's she, she's done movies, you yeah. know. You know, she's done. You know, that was, but that was before. You know, she was still. I think it was like. She was still Destiny's Child. Right? It was still like, like right it was just is at the, is the tail end of Destiny's Child. Yeah. I think like we're getting towards. It's the been end. a long time since that movie came out. Yeah. But so yeah. Teen Ti- uh the Titans TV show looks fucking stupid. Blech. I think it's I mean, it's really dumb that they use Dick Grayson to be the one who's like fuck Batman. Cuz really, I mean, you already have a character. Jason Todd would be perfect for that. Yeah. To be like ridiculously violent and hate Batman. You're like, "Great. We already have it." But no, we're going to put Dick Grayson there. Yeah. So that sucks. What was the I put there were two other ones. Oh, Aquaman trailer came out. Yeah. Eh. I don't know how I feel about it. I gotta see the movie. Yeah, I, mean, I like we're it. I mean, see there's it. it's a very epic trailer. Yes, and I, I I I like a lot of things in it. Sure. I think the thing that it doesn't really isn't really jiving with me is uh, uh, Amber Heard as Mera. 
Oh no, and her hair looks awful. By she the way, I some... mean that is like the fakest red I've ever seen. Like she, I don't know. I've only I, I can't really speak to a ton of movies that I've seen her in. Um, um she was know. in the first Magic Mike, I think. Wait, or was that was that Elvis's granddaughter? That's Elvis's granddaughter. Which, was she in the second one? Then I don't know. I feel like she was in one of those, and I didn't hate her in that. I don't know, but. I don't know. I just haven't really quite figured it out. But I mean, other than stuff like I think Black Manta looks awesome. Oh, Black Manta looks really cool. That's super exciting. That's really cool because he he's looks a, perfect. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool. I mean, there's the thing about that I'm a little bit worried about too is that there's like a shit ton of. Well, I mean, okay, it's the first movie. Yeah, I it's mean, the first Aquaman movie. So if you're gonna, I'm gonna give it a chance. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. definitely giving it a chance. I'm definitely like gonna, I'm said, looking forward to seeing it. I yeah, I'm definitely gonna see it. I still don't like that trailer. Kind of just left me like. Okay. Like, I'm not, like, super pumped for it, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I hate this. Yeah. So I'm going in with reservations. Going to reservations, but, you know, because it's the thing is, though, it's also a DC movie, so you never really know uh, where they're going to go with right. it. Right. And I didn't hate Jason Momoa in uh, Justice League. No. I no, thought he, was, he did all right. I, I mean, like, okay. in terms of uh, there being levity... That I mean, even though it's it's kind of a he's a very broy character. Oh, a hundred percent. Let's just be honest. You know, he's a very Aquaman in the DCU is a very broy character. He's like, I mean, it's literally like it just feels like Hawaiian bro, yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah, but he's also just happens to be Aquaman. It's the exact same thing that like Matthew McConaughey brings to every role. Yeah, that's it's right. Like this is a dude who just like obviously plays naked bongos and smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, and then like Jason Momoa is. A dude who spends a lot of time on the beach and smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. So that's what Aquaman's like too, and you know maybe it works. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going in. Oh no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to him. I just, I think I'm not crazy about Amber Heard. As no. I just don't, I don't I, like I, the I, from red. what I see. It's just something about it. It's just I like really hate that red hair they yeah. gave her. I'm like, ooh, this is a bad drag wig. Uh, I haven't seen enough Ocean Master. I think it, he's in the trailer a bunch, but I oh, feel I like I'm. I have to actually see the movie to really appreciate it. And I, what I've seen, I like Black Manta. Oh, and no, I like Black the, Manta looks awesome. And I like the scope of it. I mean, yes. it's a very epic movie. Yeah. Because, you know, because we're covering a lot of Aquaman. Like, this is a lot. There's probably, because Aquaman's a character. I just hope it's not too much Aquaman. What I mean by that is, I'm hoping that they're not trying to pack too many storylines from well, Aquaman. That's what I worry about. Into one movie. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Because that's what of... I mean by too much Aquaman. Like, well, I just want them to settle on, like, one classic story yeah not here's these 15 stories everybody loves we're gonna shove them into the same well, movie. it worries me. i'd hate of, that yeah well real quick it's like it feels like aquaman aquaman uh spider-man 3 yeah you know i get worried about mm. that because when you have like a bunch of you've got a bunch villains, of villains yeah and you're trying to fit all that in and stuff but aquaman's a character where, like i feel like i mean not a lot of people people know who he is but sure. not a lot of people know what to expect from him yeah so I think it's good. It's good that we're getting this, and you know they're taking a shot with it. You know, I'm yeah. just glad to see it. Yeah. So uh, that, and also the Shazam trailer. I loved the Shazam trailer. Yeah. I thought it was fun, and I don't really even like Shazam as a character. Shazam actually annoys me. Yeah. Like I, I, I see him show up, and I'm like, Bleh. and I'm also the type of person where I don't like movies about kids. No, you don't. Like I no. never have, except Harry Potter, but that's different. But even when I was a kid, I was like that. But this is, I like this. This is kind of like it has the same feel for me, at least from the trailer, as Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, which yeah, I really enjoy. Yeah, that vibe. Yeah. Uh, so we've got like it feels a little smaller. 
like one of those smaller stories as far as like we're not looking at like world ending shit. Yeah. It feels like we're just focusing on a smaller local story for this hero. Yeah, and if they which can... I which if they do that, it's going to be great. And if they can keep it to that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because that's what I think really made Spider-Man Homecoming uh Oh, absolutely. stand out because you didn't watch it. He wasn't trying to save the world. He was just trying to like Stop this one guy. Yeah, he's just trying to stop the vulture. Yeah, stop the vulture, who was a great villain. Yeah. Uh, but he's just trying to stop this one guy, and he's just hanging out in Queens. Yeah, and just a kid from Queens trying to figure shit out. And, that's it. And you know, that he's was related great. to there, there's you know there's Avengers tie-ins and sure. stuff like that, but you know you don't have it's not beating you over the head. You know, yeah. so it's I mean obviously Iron Man, Iron Man's in it, but. Yeah, no, I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, and I you am know, too. And you know what might actually happen with that is because The Rock is supposed to play Black Adam, right? So he might factor into that movie somehow. I don't know if he is going because I didn't see him in the trailer. No, no, he might not. He might not even be in the movie, but he might be associated somehow. You think he'll show up in like the end? Like they the might do at the Caesar. end, or he might. He might be in. The, he might just show up like he does in fucking uh, Scorpion King and be like. You know, you know when he's like the CGI scorpion, half rat, half half rock, half scorpion, oh, yeah. man, scorpion, and he's got he's doing a fucking eyebrow. Yeah, you know he might just show up like that. Man, I forgot how terrifying that CGI was. Well, yeah, that was like what two thousand and oh, it was way back. It was yeah, oh God, it was two thousand. I think I saw that in the movie in the theater. I did too. I think oh, I did too. It was I think bad. that was two thousand and two. I sure, think. maybe. Yeah, because Rock was already like kind of on his way out of WWE. Yeah, you know, he was kind of moving back and forth between that stuff. But yeah, no, yeah, that was a, uh... yeah, that was oh, that was. Speaking weird. of The Rock, oh, as oh. as uh, a joke, it said that there is a genre of movies called The Rock Bald in a Jungle. <laughs> the Rock is working on a new movie, and it's called like Jungle Cruise, <laughs> and it's based on a ride. Apparently, like a Disney ride, and it's him in a fucking jungle with no hair. That's how he likes it. He just films them all at once. Yeah, he just like I'm, if I'm gonna go to a jungle, it better be worth. If my he's time. taking a trip to Africa or whatever, wherever you know, the and, jungle and he's is, just South like, America. hey, want to film a movie? I'm bald. I'm wearing. I'm sweaty. I'm moist. I'm moist. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Film you know, it. I'm in that fucking. He was in that Rampage movie. Did we ever talk about the Rampage movie on here? I don't know. I watch. I watched most of it. You. I think you fell asleep. I during sure it. did. But uh, that movie's nuts. That movie's fucking ridiculous because I just saw the beginning of it and I was like, "How did they get this monkey to like understand oh, jokes that, and like not... give the finger and like what is even happening in this?" Movie? Oh, he know. He know. He knows about human fucking. It doesn't make sense. He, there's a. There's... Well, I mean, I'm sure he understands fucking like just on like a monkey fucking. Right. Like animals understand sex because they have to have sex but I, they're not understanding like kinks or shit you know what i mean that's true yeah yeah they don't understand snm bondage right <laughs> this fucking monkey in rampage fucking he knows everything he's like fucking dr ruth and shit <laughs> dan savage <laughs> Ooh, dan savage in rampage 
<laughs> just a giant Dan, Dan Savage fighting with the, the rock trying to take the... he's just walking around just like giving his little like political spiel that he gives at the beginning of his podcast you know what we should somebody should do could somebody do, through. could somebody do a recut of every time the monkey talks he gives Dan Savage advice oh my god that'd be amazing the rock... he's just like DTMFA dump the motherfucker already <laughs> it's just every time the monkey talks it's just the Savage Love podcast yeah it's just saying San, Sanatorum or Santorum over and over again. What other trailers were there? Because I know Marvel is no longer doing Comic Con because they're doing that like Disney, the D whatever. D23. D23. Yeah. So they weren't there, right? So they didn't have any trailers. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the Venom trailer just came out the other day, the new one. Did you see it? I saw it this morning. It was terrible. I don't hate it. Really? I don't like the voice. It really is a Dr. Claw. It's Dr. Claw. But that's what Venom sounds like. He sounds like Dr. Claw? Yeah, he's a monster. How come Tom Hardy always plays characters I can't understand? (laughs) Is that his fucking contract? Yes. Yeah, he's just a, he's a alien, a alien monster. That's how he sounds like. I mean, that's, that's, I mean. I'm not asking for him to sound like fucking, you know, like very white i just want to be able to understand his <laughs> what his words but he speaks that's all i don't want to be like wait what would you prefer that he sound like david hyde pierce sure i'll take a david hyde pierce that would be hilarious actually <laughs> he just every time he's like barris <laughs> david hyde pierce but no so I, I didn't hate it mm. i mean there's a lot there's, there's a lot to unpack in that movie mm. that's gonna be uh interesting to watch but you know and it's also it's definitely um the spider-man stuff is separate from that like right. it, it's it kind of it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird because you're basically trying to, i mean i know that there's maybe there's way there's things that they pulled from to create this but it feels weird separating spider-man or sp- separating venom and his, his mythos from spider-man or at least trying to keep it as far apart as possible because of the whole studio business you know mm-hmm. i mean it would make more sense but then again you know You'd have if you were going to do that. If you were going to have the Spider-Man stuff involved, you'd have to, you know, establish the the black costume, you know, mm-hmm. on, in Homecoming, and then this that the other thing. You have to get through all that. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, you're just like, there's a bunch of fucking nailing goop. You yeah, know, and this guy gets some, and this guy gets some. Yeah, that's that's the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. Just a bunch of nailing goop, and that guy gets some. Great movie. Venom. Best movie. And Tom Hardy's like, can I can I speak through this pillow? God damn it. But this time, can I also, like, gargle oil while yeah. I do it? I'm just going to gargle at the same time. I'm going to pretend to be Dr. He's just, it's just Yeah, the ADR is just him gargling, like, Argh. So, yeah. So, wow, there's a lot of stuff that we haven't uh, yeah. unpacked yet. We'll probably have to think. We'll probably think of some stuff. Real quick, I just want to point out, before we take a break, that uh, our good friend Rob Kelly, mm-hmm. he uh, did help us out in responding to... Uh, our Aquaman inquiries. Oh yes, very helpful and very generous with his information. So I guess we will. I, I'll go ahead and share it because I feel that it is uh, necessary. Because we did posit the question about about Aquaman being able to communicate with. Oh yes. Uh, sea creatures, but not just like creatures that are in the water, but things that are like sea adjacent. I right. guess. Right. So, uh, so per like Rob, a, like a mud skipper. Yeah, like, like Buddy Mud Skipper. He can right. talk to Buddy Mud Skipper. Uh, he says uh, it has never been truly spelled out, or uh, it has never been truly, it has never been fully spelled out what creatures 
just what creatures Aquaman communicated with. It was initially stated as just fish, but even from his earliest days, he commanded whales and other mammals. Eventually, writers just use a sort of shorthand to suggest he could talk to anything that lived in the sea. That would include snakes, the ones that I'm scared of, uh, <laughs> frogs, etc. Later also stories. Scared of frogs. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, later stories even had him even commanding seagulls and sea eagles, which I, I do like the term sea eagles because it's more just like seagulls. It's like, can he control Jason Seagull? Uh, perhaps. Can he control Jason Siegel, and can he also control Ava Goda as Detective Fish? Oh, these are very good questions. Unfortunately, he can't do this. I was going to say, when uh, Ava Goda was still alive, I think the answer is yes. No, he's dead. No, when he was still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. No, yes. yeah. Well, unfortunately, we he didn't, is dead. Unfortunately, yes. we did not get a chance to uh, explore that question uh, when he was alive, you know, so unfortunately there was not a scene, and there not going to be a scene in the Aquaman movie where Ava Goda is like just standing <laughs> just up. Just doing whatever he Just needs. doing whatever Aquaman wants him to. He just like leaves the diner and he starts shooting at Aquaman's enemy. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get you Black Manta. <laughs> I'm coming for the Black Manta. I'm Ava Goda. Okay, so stories even had him even commanding seagulls and sea eagles, who of course don't live in the sea at all. That's true. Uh, and he they did live was, by the sea. They by the sea, by the sea. Do 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 do. So not, that would mean like not under the sea. No, but by the sea. Yeah. So that would also mean like pelicans, uh, sand fleas, manatees, manatees. Well, the they walruses. live in manatees live in the water though. I don't think they come out. Walruses do. Later writers hinted that Aquaman's telepathy extended into other beings, even humans, usually with the help of some some even usually with the help of some external power boost. Uh, Rob was helpful enough to include some panels. Some panels. Uh, this one is a particular panel of Superman doing the the Ralph Mouth hug. <laughs> like, hey, I'm making out with a girl. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just hugging my arms. Making out with myself. Making out with myself. Yeah, Black Canary is saying uh, Aquaman's planting waves of terror in Superman's mind, instilling <laughs> de-fear by conjuring up his death vision again in the way Necron ever could. Ooh, this is a Necron story. It took Jerry Conway to show explicitly that Aquaman's powers were such that he could even control people's minds. A giant leap forward for the characters. Since then, it's basically been a given that he can do this. Other And other writers have taken the ball and run with it. And we have a, a shot of uh, it's a panel from uh, the JLA, JLA Detroit era where he is uh, using his mind to uh, stop uh, Vixen from doing something. And he provides this nice... But if she was a fish... No, she's a mammal. No, I know, but like she could take on the power of a fish. What by having Aquaman control her? No, 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 because like doesn't Vixen like? Oh, you know that's true. She like touches that like medallion thing, and then she be like becomes an animal, like gets the power of an animal. That's I, you know, that's another that's another uh, ball of wax trying to figure out what kind of <coughs> animal she can summon. Well, that's the thing. What if she had just been like? The power of a dolphin, and then that means that Aquaman can control her? I feel like maybe she's done that. Or maybe that's the Aquaman, not Aquaman, Animal Man could do that, who, by the way, was in the Teen Titan movie. He was. He appeared so was Bawana Beast. Yes, Bawana Beast. Yes. <laughs> Hot damn, Bawana Beast. But, like, seriously, if Animal Man was like, okay, I'm a trout. 
Well, honestly, like I'm summoning the power of a trout or whatever. Well, he could, whatever. he could, he could, he could, he's done it before where he could well, summon the, the power of. I think we even read that in the one book where he summoned the power of a dolphin to hit somebody. Yeah, yeah, he did. So does that mean that if when he does that, does Aquaman have control over him? Well, Aquaman just said that what, what's being what Rob is saying though is that Aquaman has control over just just telepathy in general. So he's kind of like well, I know, but I Professor just, X, but but blonde. Yeah. With hair. And with a blonde hair and an orange sweater. I just really like the idea that he can only control fish-related things. So if people are harnessing those fish powers... Yeah, oh, I mean, like I mean it makes sense. Hudson. It makes he sense if he was like, them. "Hey, Aquaman, pretend you're a fish," and then he could control Aquaman to do something. Yeah. Even though they're probably on the same team, he's just like Aquaman. Why don't you well, go? Well, yeah, but I mean, that? how do you know? You, it's maybe it's like a like a super boost. It'd be like putting Nas in a car in the Fast <laughs> and Furious. It'd be like, all right. Animal Man, summon the power of a dolphin, and then I will control you, and it's going to be like Super Dolphin. Now I'm just picturing Ja Rule dressed like <laughs> Aquaman. Ja Rule? Yeah, don't you remember? Don't you remember the first, ja Rule in... First Fast and the Furious, yeah, and he's, he's like, Nas! The... Wait, Ja Rule is in the first one? Yes, he is. You're not talking about Ludacris. No, Ludacris was the second one. I don't remember Ja Rule being Ja Rule was in the oh. first one, and then, yeah, no, go... We might have to go back and watch it. Well, that is a great movie. I like the I will, first I'll, one. I'll, I'll watch the first Fast and Furious again. Yeah. It's a fucking stupid movie. All right, let's it. do it. Family. Oh, yeah. Corona family. You can have any beer in this house as long as it's a Corona. But well, we're just going to forget that by the last Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, yeah. They totally whiffed on that. They're like, yeah, they're like, Here, here's some Bud Light. Here, yeah, here's some fucking Pabst. Dominic Toretto would just fucking shoot someone who brought him a Bud Light. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Run him over with a car. You could have any beer in this, on this rooftop as long as it's a golden anniversary. <laughs> as long as it's a Jetty Cream Ale. As long as it's a Jetty Pounder. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and he just looks up at the sky and sees Larry Merrick. Next <laughs> 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 to Paul Walker. Which, shout out to, yeah, you know, a big, good tribute to my father. Which, you know what? If there was a secret Larry Merrick tribute in Fast and the Furious. You'd be so in Fast, in Fast, in, was it Fast 8? The Fate of the Furious. Fate, yeah, because Paul, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, because oh, it, it was. It was the one before that, Fast 7? Well, Fast 7 was before. That was when we had Paul Walker face, oh, that was I so think. Funny. Yeah, because didn't they, like, CGI his face onto his brother? Yeah, they were like, yo, let's put some dots on your face, and now you're like, yeah, You Paul look Walker. enough like your brother from a distance. You can't, you're kind of like fucking, fa- it's kind of like the movie Face Off. Which we which just watch. <laughs> wow. We're all over the spectrum here. We are. We're all over the place. All right, you know, let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. Jeff and Merck present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, where we journey through each issue of the most underrated Marvel series of the 80s while drinking beer, analyzing awesome and amazing adolescent adventures, and absorbing alcohol. We got kids with powers. We got villains with attitude. We got superhero guests, like all of them from the Marvel Universe. We have thematically appropriate beer reviews. We have good jokes and bad song parodies. Once Stop for all your Power Pack pod-pleasing procurements. And we got alliteration. Find Unpacking the Power of Power Pack wherever fine podcasts are played. Costumes on. All right, we're back with our book for this week here on Worst Collection Ever. It is G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. Oh, there's an exclamation point. I never noticed that. A Real American Hero. Uh, Number 77 from October 1988. Uh, It's been a minute since we've done some G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is actually from my collection it's an idw this is weird it's an idw trade okay that reprints the old marvel series oh neat which is strange because i don't know i don't know why that i think that's because of the licensing and all that stuff but 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we what we got here. So, uh, and yeah, yeah, I've been reading through this because I, I've uh, the thing I like about GI Joe that I never really under never really uh, understood until much later. When I, like not I mean like by the t- later on, sure, was that there was like a whole thing going on in the comics that just wasn't limited to the f- figures. You know, because you because as a kid you just buy the figures and you're just like, oh, look at this guy, look at this guy, oh, there's that guy, you know, you know, and you got all these guys and then you just fucking wrestle with them and whatever and give them moves, uh-huh. you know, have them win championships. Sure, like everybody did. Like everybody did. I think a lot of people did that actually. I didn't. But that's the thing is like there would be like things in this book, like in this comic series, people would die. GI Joes, like you would, they would be like they'd be like Sneak Peek is dead. I'm like, I didn't know Sneak Peek could die. He was just, I thought he was just a the the character that they made after Stephen King's son, or they named it after Stephen King's son, uh, the one that they r- rumored to have created was uh, Stephen King created, or maybe his son created was Crystal Ball, the Cobra Hypnotist. That sounds right. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> he's he's not very much. He's not very uh, well regarded, mm-hmm. from what I understand. But I didn't realize that until later, like around ninety one. They put out like a series of cards, like a like a trading cards, like kind of like those DC ones I have, mm-hmm. and you did have a bunch of in memoriam. They're like, "Well, this guy's dead, and this guy's dead." I'm like, "What?" And then you read it; it's like they're telling you stories about the comics, and they're like, "Yeah, like you know, there was this one Viper soldier that shot a bunch of these dudes, and then a bunch of these other guys got bombed, you know, and then this person got stabbed, you know." And it's like, "Oh shit, DJ Joe's violent as shit." Yeah. So. It's basically a war comic. Yeah. It's an ongoing war comic. And uh, it's really actually Larry Hama, who pretty much wrote, I think, the entirety. I'm probably wrong, but I feel like he wrote just about everything to do with G.I. Joe. Uh, It's an excellent. It's it's, it's a lot of fun to read. Mm -hmm. It's very. There's a lot of stuff that's very heavy on uh, military stuff that you probably would notice on here, but it makes sense. So it's interesting. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually really excited to to talk about this again because we haven't touched upon it in a while, and uh, there's some there's some stuff in this book that you can unpack. So, uh, so GI Joe: Real American Hero number seventy seven from October nineteen eighty eight. On the cover, we have uh, my dad's favorite uh, GI Joe, Lady J. Uh-huh. Uh huh. As as I've mentioned before in the show, my dad had uh, it still does. It's still my parents' house. He uh, he had an in uh, a mint indie card. On the card, G- Lady J action figure. Yes, Lady J uh, from you know that he bought at a probably I think at a CVS. Sure, like because that's you know back in the day you could just get fucking GI Joes wherever you want. Uh, CVS back in nineteen eighty eight or eighty six, eighty seven, mm-hmm. and he always had it in his one drawer, and he's like, nobody will ever open this. It's going to be worth a lot of money one day. That was your inheritance. And Basically. I don't that I never took it though. It's still my parents' house, right? Because he's like, if you were, because I, I I legit believe that if I were to open it, oh, my father would haunt me. Yeah, you know, like he would literally like a ghost would show up. Yes, you know, and it would fucking terrify me till till the end. Of yeah, my days. he'd be really pissed. Don't because he, he'd be really pissed. Don't open that. You know, it's like that and his Metal Men comics. Those are two things you do not fuck with. Yeah. No. Uh, a lot of Larry Merrick references resident in the show. Really? Shout out to my father. Yeah. Uh, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> I'm still thinking about him showing up next to Paul Walker while, <laughs> while, while Dominic Toretto drinks Jenny Cream Ale. <laughs> you know, 
Well, you know, that'd be the, the great. The way my mind works sometimes. I like it. <laughs> Hopefully my brother is appreciating this. I hope so. Yeah, I think I, I think he would. I think he will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Zorana. Okay, so we have Lady J and uh, Zorana. Uh-huh. Zorana is uh, Zartan's sister. Okay. And basically Lady J is like, you know, if you've never seen Lady J, she's basically like, Sigourney Weaver, I think she's actually, to be honest, she looks a lot like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, she's probably based. based probably based on Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. and uh, Or at least, like, drawn around this time to look a lot like her. Yeah, you know, it's probably based on Ripley, you yeah. know? Like, she's got that, she's got the, you know, the shortish hair, you know? She's, she's badass. Got, she's badass. She's really badass. And she fucks. Good for her. Her and Flint, they fuck. Good. There's actually an, uh, an issue in this book earlier where, uh, in this trade, where... Uh, they're about to fuck. Good. And then somebody interrupts them. Boo. Yeah. But yeah, because that's because that that was always a thing. Like that, if you're if if you're shipping GI Joes, what's what's it called? So there's slash. What's straight fix, straight f- shipping? It's just shipping. Okay. So like you always got you got G- lady, lady. It's shipping regardless. But like if it's it's usually like slash if there's sex involved and it's like a same sex, especially like male male. Okay. So but if you're shipping, you know lady J, and you got to do it with flint and you got duke and scarlet uh-huh and then there was the ninja girl jinx i don't know who you who you paired her with Maybe i don't know falcon it looks like Fort- well, that was how it was, it was in the movie that's right yeah because falcon and jinx were together in the movie yeah. and then uh and then cover girl i don't know who cover girl went with i don't know maybe i don't know six. you do get the baroness and her weird i don't know Oscar-headed boyfriend in this book. Well, Mar- well wait, that's right. And ba- we'll talk about this. We'll Baron- talk about him. Baroness and Destro, they fuck. He looks like he just like somebody replaced a man's head with the head of because he's an scarred Oscar, an Oscar statue. But he's scarred, and but that's but but they but they fuck. Okay, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm assuming they fuck. I mean, it's... I mean, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> assuming assuming the GIG universe, they're fucking. Oh yeah, everybody's fucking in this. Everybody's book. fucking. Let's just, let's just go with that. GI Bone. GI Bone. GI Bone. Is that a porn directed by Axel Braun? Yes. <laughs> He's got Lady Bone. Sure. La- everybody is someone Bone. <laughs> There's Bone. It's like because there's Snake Bone. Yeah. Anyway, so so basically, uh, yeah, Lady J. She looks like Ripley, and she's uh, fighting Zarana, who looks like Wendy Williams from the Plasmatics. Yeah, uh, she she also kind of looks like a, a reject mits, misfit from uh, Gem, Gem and the Holograms. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. What, what were they called? What were the bad ones called? They were the misfits, and it was um, I can't remember their names. I can see them, but I can't remember their names. But yeah, it was the misfits. Basically, that's what you what you're looking at. You know, they're they're grappling. She, Zorana, uh, you know, uh, Lady J's got like a fist cocked and a handful of hair. Yeah, they're just fighting. And like Lady Zorana's got like fucking face face claw it's fucking awesome yeah so the story is called aftershocks basically where this leads off is so there was a cobra civil war uh, okay okay and what's been going on is that so it's actually confusing to want to read so there's cobra commander here mm-hmm Cobra Commander is uh, so. This is not the real Cobra Commander, right? Which we find out in this book. And he, but he is at odds with Serpentor, mm-hmm. I 
And then Destro was like on the side. Yeah. And so they're all fighting. And that basically what happened was the G.I. Joe's there was something where Dr. Mindbender, who was with Serpentor, he was like, Yo, we need the Joes to help us. I forgot exactly why the Joes agreed to help them. Right. Probably because, but there was something that, because there's a lot of things that are going on here with, I'll just be, be blunt, there's a lot of things going on here with like shady government dealings yeah. and stuff. And basically, like, the, go- the government is blaming the G.I. Joes for this fiasco at Cobra Island. But they don't want to take any blame for it. So they're basically saying, well, the Joes are dangerous and we're trying to disband them. And they become basically fugitives at this point. Right. You know, it's aftershocks and basically we're in the aftermath of this. Yeah, so we're trying to clean up the mess and, like, you know, rescue the wounded and, like, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And so Lady J's there with Flint and they're like, hey, we got to get some of these wounded out of here. Uh, basically what happens here at the beginning is there's just like a bunch of people talking about like you know we've got to do this we've got to do that and then lady J and what the hell's her face well what happens is so zarana starts talking shit about baroness yeah oh that's right they start talking shit and lady J doesn't like it so they get into a physical altercation zarana just goes she's like yeah baroness sucks and then uh, and then she sees Lady J, and she's like, yeah, and she sucks, too. Yeah, and then they get into a physical altercation. And Lady J's like... You're talking to me. Hit you with, they're just hitting fucking each other with fucking sticks. Right. And then they start pounding, and then everybody goes... All the p- dudes, like, gather around, and they're like, dude, chick fight, let's watch it. <laughs> um, well, so they do. I, I, I kind of like Cobra Commander. He's like... Because he's not the real Cobra Commander, so he's no, not he's, just he's, like... He's a doofus. He's a doofus. He's kind of like, uh, I guess we should break this up. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, no, let them fight. So everybody watches them fight. And they're all like, ooh, maybe somebody should pick up those teeth or like, shit like that. Yeah, I do like I do like this sh- this shot here of all the Joes. Wa- and the Dreadnoughts are there, too, because uh, Serrano's a Dreadnought, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is basically like the Mad Max group sure. uh, of all this shit. Uh, they're all standing around. Like all these Cobra soldiers, these Vipers. Yeah, you got, you know, Low Light trying to give some advice here. They're having a fucking MMA fight. Mm-hmm. Some of these other Joes that were hiding out in the woods show up and they're like, Oh man, Lady Fight. Oh man, Lady Fight. What's going on here? And then eventually it does get broken up. I do like the one where it's like, Oh man, uh, what's the other lady's name? Zarana. Yeah, Zarana kept hitting the, the bottom of Lady J's boot with her face. <laughs> yeah and then there's also like this random dude that uh like i think he struck a deal like he was like a like a asian boat guy oh yeah and And he he, was like supposed to take somebody to the island or take them off the island yeah and And he like disappeared he disappeared and but then he shows up later to uh fuck with cobra commander because he's like yo you owe me something he's like well fine i'll get you know and he gives him one of like the fancy cobra boats yeah 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 torch here I like I like I, I, want, I like being able to say their names. Okay, it's very exciting when I get to recognize all the Jews because I could be like, oh, I know that one, I know that one, I know uh-huh. that one. That's there's nothing there's nothing more better a 38 year old man mm-hmm. going to a comic book store and seeing Lucy G.I. Joe's being like, oh my god, you did that. Be like Blizzard and here's Doc he did. and here's uh, Thrasher and here's <laughs> when we were still dating, you did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we went, that was the one in uh, Massachusetts, in Salem. Yeah. In Salem, yeah. You went cool to that place. You were like, "Oh, that place is great." I don't remember what it's called. Harrison's, though. I think. Maybe. And you were so excited because there was like a whole basket of these fucking GI Joes. Oh, it did, you were so happy. You know, 
<laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't either. <laughs> but when I get around loose action figures. Oh, my God. You're so excited. It's like your favorite Your husband thing. is like, oh, okay, so you got this one, and you got this. Oh, look, there's this kind of sort. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Hey, who knows what this is? You know. <laughs> Excuse me. What is this? Oh, okay. Oh, we got wrestles over here. <laughs> Ooh, AWA Remco figures. There, look, there's a uh, Baron von Raschke, and then there's a. Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds right. <laughs> that that is a uh, actual dialogue. Accurate. Accurate. Yes. So yeah, so the yeah yeah that torch is like yeah I like the way she kept on hitting her soles of Lady Jew's Lady J's boot with her face. Yep. Yeah, the Joes break it up, which you know it's 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 funny that they put that on the cover. And they're like because it's really a very brief. It's a dalliance. Yeah, it's it's not really what the rest of this issue is about. This issue is kind of just like setting up other stuff, though. Well, we're kind of saying because we've just finished the war. Right. And now they're like, all right, well, now we got to go yell at the, you know, some of these, the G.I. Joes. Uh, Lieutenant Hawk, or General Hawk is like, just Cobra stuff, so I'm going to go and yell at this general in charge or whatever. You know, at the Pentagon, we're going we're gonna to figure this out. Mm-hmm. So now we jump to the Caribbean, and this is Destro's boat. That's right. And him and Baroness are, like, hanging out on it, it is, catching it is per- some rays. This is, uh, like, that Andy Samberg. This is yeah. Pretty much yeah, that. I'm on a boat. But this is what I love here is that it's not just Destro and Baroness on a boat. It is Beach Destro and Beach Baroness. Yes, Baroness is wearing quite a fun bikini. I have to say I really like it. Baroness is, yeah, Baroness. It's is got, one. like, one of those fun, like, ties that kind of, like, uh, like wrestlers wear because it yeah. goes, like, across the chest and, like, a, you know, and keep she's got, it all she, has, she doesn't have, like, uh, like a f- I think she's wearing, like, a skirt or something. I don't know. It's hard. She's sitting down. It's hard to tell right now. Yeah, you don't see a ton. And then, but uh, what's-his-face is wearing, like, a Speedo. Yeah, see, here's the thing about Destro that I don't, uh, I've never really understood. Because I know Why that... he's got an Oscar head? No, I, I... <sighs> I mean, like, he's that Game of Thrones dude who got his head dipped in gold. Except he didn't die. Right. See, the thing is, there's there's some things in the movies where basically, like, there's, like, a weaponry or whatever that goes on his fate, you know, whatever, and it, it's it's a malleable metal. Mm. But I've always thought that he had, like, a face mask <coughs> that he has to wear, you know? You mean, like, like, when a basketball player gets injured and they have to wear that plastic thing? Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah, like a, like a Bill Lambeer thing. Yeah. So, but Destro's face mask, like, it's basically like a second skin. Because it moves with him, like he moves his mouth, like he move, like he makes, he can express his face. Even in this picture, this is what's because this, this is because Beach Destro, mm. Beach Destro is just wearing black trunks, with speedo. And he's wearing a speedo, and he's not completely gold body. He is no, you know, it's just his head. It's just his head that is gold, and he's also wearing sunglasses over his mask, mm. which you would think I don't know, it's just something about I, I've I've always been very. Maybe maybe I should do more research on the Destro and understand the mechanics of his face. Sure. Because that's something that uh, now as a as a 30-year-old man I should learn about. Uh, and I can find the research about because thanks, thank you. Thankfully, there is a G.I. Joe Wikipedia mm-hmm. that I can do that. Destro is basically like an arms dealer. Mm-hmm. And he's got all – like I, I, at some point I'm assuming he stepped away from Cobra proper and started up his own group, which is the Iron Grenaders. Okay. So he's got all – that's why you see he's got uh, like all these different uh, anti, the anti-gravity pods. This is Nullifier. Mm-hmm. 
uh, what is what is what does she say? I really touched Destro. You wanted to do all that. And you really yeah, did all that debating, like, corralling, then withdrawing all to get me back. Because that okay, yeah. so, okay so that was the whole thing. Like he was there because like Baroness was there, and he was like, I gotta go get her. So what happened was okay. So this is what happened in the previous issues. Baroness, because Baroness knows. Well, she eventually tells she tells Destro about what's up with Cobra Commander, mm-hmm. but she was kind of like basically manipulate him mm-hmm. because she knew that he can you know that people listen to cobra commander and she, she could kind of like manipulate cobra commander to do things for her that would under you know that would oppose serpentor and uh you know dr mind and all that shit and you know so eventually once the civil war happened they took serpent at some point there was this blow up mm-hmm. and she took cobra commander or Serpentor got captured Baroness and put her on the front of a tank. Like tied her to it? Yeah, like t- literally tied her to the front of a tank and they're like... Like moving train tracks? No, like 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 they have... Because they have like the Cobra tanks. I, I, they have like these... You, how you used to capture women. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. basically, but yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of like being on the actual track, she's on the tank and yeah, they're yeah. like, yo, we got your lady on this tank. And then Destro's like... My my woman. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he saves. He, he saves. He, he, there's like a all this bartering and all that stuff. It's <clears throat> it's it's there's a lot of politicking going on. Mm-hmm. So, but he's like, "Yo, I got Baroness back. Let's go on my boat. I'm gonna wear a speedo, and you're gonna wear this, and this could be great." Yeah. And he's like, "You know, you know," and she's like, "Oh, you're so sweet, Destro." Yeah. And then Baroness is like, "Yo, you know what the deal is with Cover Commander?" He's a phony. He's basically just Cobra Commander is really he's known as uh, the character that is underneath the hood. The the armor is Fred Seven. Oh yeah, it's Fred Eight. Oh, is it Fred Eight? No, in this book it's Fred Eight. Okay. Or is it Seven? I think it's Seven. Okay. Maybe it's Eight or Seven. I can't remember. But basically, Fred Seven is just a what they would do. He was a he was a Crimson Guard. They if you wanted to join Cobra. And you were gonna be like a crimson, like a somebody there. Mm-hmm. They would basically like have you get surgery to look like this standard guy that they would have under these hoods, under these armors. Okay. And then they would put you in like different places across the country to kind of like influence people to do cobra shit. Okay. Like like uh, like sleeper cells. Okay. But this would just happen to be one of them that was like. Yeah, because Cobra Commander is not around right now. The real Cobra Commander is not around right now because he found out he has a son, and his son was in like a car accident, and is there's there's some there's a whole fucking deal. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so basically that's what we're finding out here is that Cobra Commander is not who we appear. Yeah, and then they go to this freighter and. Uh, oh, that's right. Because so we're we're back with the Cobra. Uh, what's his name? Doctor Mindbender, and he has Serpentor in a coffin. But yeah, basically like a sarcophagus. And he's like ordering all these people to just pour ice on him because, because he like wants to, cause, cause, he wants to like study his body for medical purposes. Well, that's because that's Serpen- what he says. Yeah, because Serpentor is basically like is like Killer Croc. No. Yeah, he's like a crocodile man. Who's that? Is this Serpent Man? No. So okay, <laughs> actually, the, you know what? The best way to describe Serpentor is uh-huh. like the movie Twins. Oh. And you know how they basically are like, hey. Danny DeVito's the the leftover garbage? Yeah, well, but but Serpentor is like the Schwarzenegger, okay? Okay. Because they're basically like, hey, let's get DNA. So it's like Jurassic Park meets twins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I get it. Jurassic Park meets twins. 
plus snakes. Plus snakes. Plus snakes. Uh, you can't tell me there wasn't any snake DNA in those dinosaurs. It's true. They never said one way or the other. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. But basically, so the Serpentor is an amalga- amalga- amalgamation. Amalgamation. Amalgamation of all the great rulers and Napoleon, Genghis Khan, and Attila the Hun. You know, they basically got DNA from like Alexander the Great. They got DNA from all these guys and they basically created. Where'd they get DNA from Alexander the Great? Well, they went to like, so this is like one of the things in the cartoon where they they were find his body. Anyway, they went around and like went to like all these things were like, hey, here's this, the remains, you know, and they grabbed something out of it. What if it wasn't him? What if it was just some dude? I don't know. Apparently it it worked because they created Serpentor. Although he could control like snakes too, like he had these snakes so, that he wore in his like his chest. So it he, also has Voldemort DNA. I think so. Because he can. Talk he might to have snakes. He might have. Yeah, he, he could. He, like he had these snakes that were like a part of his dress, but then he could like grab one and make it alive, and then he could like straighten it and throw it into your chest. Gross. Yeah, but basically what happened was uh, Zartan shot Serpentor in the eye with an arrow, so now he's dead right now. Okay, but he'll come back. Great. So. Uh, and so, you know, Dr. Mindbender is like, Dr. Mindbender basically created Serpentor, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, you know, Core Commander's like, yo, what are you doing? What are you keeping down there? You got, you hiding something from me? And he's like, nah, you know, but he's really keeping, you know, Serpentor on ice. <laughs> I do like this thing they do with their android troopers. Mm-hmm. They just kind of stack them up in like a little, oh, yeah. like a little <laughs> it's pile. Like a cord of wood. Yeah. Cause, because, because they have these bat troopers. These battle androids. Yeah, they're just like stack the ones that are that are broken, and we'll like try to salvage the parts. Yeah, pretty much. And so, is this the part where that dude comes in to like harass uh, Cobra Commander? Yeah. So yeah. it's the guy who wanted the boat, right? Yeah. So he comes in and he's like calling this guy like Greg or something. Greg. I don't know. What's he calling him? Dan. Oh, he's got like a different name. Dave. Dave. Anyways, it's Dave. And Dave's like, give me a boat. Yeah. And he's like... He's like, I'm going to tell everybody who you are. And he's like, don't do that. Because he's going to, like, threaten to rip his head off. And everybody runs because, like... Apparently, so apparently the the armor that... Because Cobra Commander used to have, like, that hood. Yeah. But then, like, at some point they gave him, like, this fancy, like, silver and blue armor. Sure. And apparently that helmet, the helmet, if you... Has, like, explosives. Yeah, if you unlock it, it without it being, like, safe. Yeah. It'll blow up your head. Sure. It blows up and shit, which is Yeah. So everybody goes crazy. running and he's like, "No, no, don't don't do it. I'll do whatever you want because this guy knows he's a fake." Then we have like two of the Joes are going to Washington. Yeah, well some of the Joes are going to Washington, but we're also here where Destro is like on his boat and he's like, "Yo, I'm on a boat." Yeah. And he's waving to the Joes. And Baroness is like, "Hey, I'm just going to tell you by the way, Cobra Commander's like a total fake." Yeah. And he's like, "That's great. This picture is so funny because it's it's really poorly like he's not drawn very well in it. No, he's kind of actually drawn. He you know, looks he's... very two D. He looks like a paper doll. We know what he looks like. He kind of looks like an old timey like drawing. Like if you were to draw like Superman from like the forties, sure. And you're just like, hey, here's a muscular body. But his pants aren't high enough. No, his pants aren't high enough. But he's just, it's just from you just see him from behind, and he just, it just looks odd. It does. It kind of, it just, it really looks like somebody who hadn't figured out how to draw like three D yet. Yeah. Like, his head's, like, perfectly to the side. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. So, uh, they now get to Washington. The pen- yeah, we're at the Pentagon. And who's here? Roadblock and someone else, Roadblock right? and Hawk. So, they go to the Pentagon, and then they're going to talk to General Malthus. <laughs> Is that supposed to be a veiled reference to Jennifer General Mathis? Probably. So, they're going to go talk to them and be like, hey, what's with the, the whole, you know, you guys are disavowing this mission or whatever. And they're like... 
you guys made this messy. We're blaming everything that happened on Cobra Island on you, G.I. Joes, and you're all fucking going to jail. I like that they go into this room and it's just like these generals just sitting in these, like these seven generals just sitting in these things. Yeah, it's like a bench of generals. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's just a weird, like. It kind of looks like they're like a choir. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's just like, do generals just sit like that? Is apparently. That, is, I mean, is they just you get, sit in you a room. You, what? You just sit in a room if you're a general. Yeah. I mean, apparently you just sit there and you just like wait to sing. Yeah, and they're, they're all an acapella group. I do like how this general Malthus is laying into the the hawk and all that, and the one guy's like, the one guy's like, you tell him, General Malthus. Yeah, Malthus. I, I I just I just like these generals being like, yeah, you tell him, we're a bunch of fucking latchkey kids or whatever. But basically, they're like, we want to protect people, and it's our best interest to tell everybody that. I, I can't remember, but there's like other like military interests involved with all this Cobra shit. Yeah. And they're like, look, we don't want to get nobody, none of us to take the blame. So, so we're just going to blame it on G.I. Joe. Fuck you, Hawk. Eat my ass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's kind of what we're dealing with here. And then the military police show up. They grab, you know, this General Hollingsworth who looks like Reginald Bell Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then you got Roadblock and Hawk. And, Hawk. and, and they and- leave them out in cuffs and the media is there and they're like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then they throw him in a car. That's a lot of media outside there's of the lot. Pentagon. Yeah, there's a Can lot. Can you get of- that close to the Pentagon like that? I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. So then they throw him in a car and they're like, we're going to go after all the Joes. All Wait. of them. Uh, we're disavowing all of them. They're all going to be arrested uh, and brought to justice. Yep. Yeah, then well. they're in the car and Hawk and the general and uh, Roadblock. And Roblox like, hey, so if I like break out of this, are you guys going to be pissed? Because we have to go warn the other Joes. Because uh, there's some in the Himalayas and there's some on that boat. Yeah, like Snake Eyes and Scarlet, a bunch of them are, like doing something else. Yeah, so like we got to warn them before they get captured. So if I'm going to break out of this, and they're like, you know, do what you got to do. So Roadblock is like the strongest man alive. Well, here's the thing. This is this is what actually makes sense. He's too. a metahuman. Well, yeah. And also, this is what makes sense, too, that The Rock plays Roadblock in yeah. the movies. Yeah. Because The Rock is the strongest man alive. Sure. And he basically, he just rips apart these these handcuffs. Terry Crews could have played that guy, too. Terry Crews could have 100% been Roadblock. Actually. Because he would have just been, like, ripping shit apart and, like, being all big and muscular. He would have been a much better Roadblock, to be Probably. quite honest. He pretty much was Roadblock in The Expendables. Yeah. You know, because he was like, hey, I've got the biggest gun and I can carry it. Yeah. He has Roadblock's gimmick. He's like, I can carry the biggest gun. Yeah, because I'm a humongous man also roadblock uh not everybody knows this but very good chef oh indeed yeah he is uh that, that is his secondary uh thing when you look at his uh his uh gi joe file card it's like machine gunner and then second secondary position chef mm, interesting he, he makes uh he makes good food interesting so 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 roadblock just jumps out of the car while it's running yeah he just like literally Breaks his handcuffs and then just busts the door open. He, he uses the door to roll. Yeah, he like he doesn't just open the door; he rips it off the hinges. And somehow he doesn't die. And then he holds. And then then the, he uses it as a shield. Then the do- yeah. Then the police officer, the the military police, starts shooting at him, and he just holds the door. He's like, "Ha! Fuck you!" And then he manages to hit. He like hits a dude in the face with it. It's very, uh, it's very wrestling. In the face, uh, which is again, the rock. Yeah. So. so very wrestling, he hits a guy in the face, takes his motorbike, because it was basically the escort uh, yeah. was riding along on these bikes, and he takes it and he just like rides the wrong way into traffic. Yeah. I do want to point out uh, Roblox uh, Robin William forearms. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, if, we're, if we're getting uh, 
uh, also being specific, uh, Martian Manhunter forearms from oh. the cover of uh, Justice League Task Force number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll never so forget he, those forearms. And people are like yelling at him like, hey, dude, you're going the wrong way. And he's like, I know because this is the way I want to go. It isn't the rock. And then he also gets kind of pissed because like the person who yelled at him is not driving an American-made car. <laughs> yeah, you can't fuck with the, yeah. Yeah. Roadblock ain't having it. Roadblock ain't having it. You drive Ford or fuck off. Yeah, so he's driving back into D.C. Uh, people are chasing him. And then he ends up going, like, down an alley. Yeah. That they say, oh, it's a blind alley. He'll never escape. He doesn't have any civilian clothes. He doesn't have any money on him. So we're going to get him. And he, like, disappears when he goes down this alley. Yeah. They don't know where he went. I forgot where he hides. I don't think... They might not tell it in this book, but... No. They don't tell you here. But basically what happens is he goes to this, like, lady... I forgot what her name is, but she's, like, some badass... Like, she wasn't, like, a soldier, but she's, like, some sort of, like, badass bureaucrat or something. Right, and she's, like, retired or something. She's retired, and he's like, hey, you need to help me, and she's like, all right. Yeah, because now it's all over the news Yeah, that the Joes are uh, in trouble. Yeah. And this is where uh, Dr. Mindbender, uh, where they give uh, that guy a, a hydrofoil. Yeah, they give him a cool boat. Give him a cool ass boat with frigate with with like giant missiles on it and guns. Yeah, they're like, here you go. <laughs> Just go drive this around for a little bit. Sure, that's dangerous. Yeah, can't be driving that around. Cobra doesn't care. No, Cobra does not care. Cobra does not give a fuck. They're like, you know, actually, if you kill a few people on the way out, that'd really help me out. You know, they'll know it's us. Sense. You know, they could be like, yo, Cobra. Kind of like that Simpsons where... Uh, hey, Hank Scorpio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Homer, if you could shoot a kill a few people on the way out, that'd be great. That <laughs> would uh, really help me out. That <laughs> really help me out. Yeah, and Dr. Mindbender's like, I think you might be somebody else. Oh, that's else. right. So, yeah, Dr. Mindbender's like, hey, uh, Dave 8 or whatever your name Dave is. Dave 8. Greg 8 or whatever the fuck Greg 19. Greg 19, whatever your name's supposed to be. He's like, I know you're not actually Cobra Commander, but... I won't tell anybody, if you won't tell anybody that I took Serpentor's body to use for medical research, uh, we can strike a deal. And he's like, that sounds great to me. And they like shake on it while like, looking at the sunset. I'm going to make a, a, a basically a, a strong case here that Dr. Mindbender is a heavy inspiration for uh, Krieger on Archer. Oh, I could see that 100%. Yes. If, <clears throat> I'm imagining that somebody who used to watch, yeah, when somebody that writes on that show that writes you know that created Krieger was probably like probably <laughs> who the creators are but they're probably like yeah he could be Dr. Mind because Dr. Mindbender is 100% that oh yeah he's he's just futzing with people you know <laughs> but he's not you know I pissed and shit in the jar too you know kind of I love it when they're like Krieger please tell me that you didn't like do something whatever something terrible and he's like yes <laughs> i just like the parts where like he'd be walking by uh mallory's office and he's just got like body parts yeah. or something and they're like krieger like, or whatever <laughs> oh i love krieger that's yeah, great yeah he, but, but dr mindbender is basically krieger yep yeah so basically he's like look you know we will wait who's that face in the background so there? for some reason they're like because they're like talking to each other because they just watched that guy like drive away in his missile boat where he's gonna go kill a bunch of people yeah and then they're like, let's, as we're watching this romantic sunset, like, shake hands. <laughs> it is a pretty romantic sunset. It's a pretty, it's a pretty nice, nice little. It really is. Nice little moment for and, them. And they're like, let's just shake hands and promise that we're not going to, like, fuck the other one over because we're both going to get something out of this. 
And as they're talking, there's this like weird head. Like, well, that's Zartan. Yeah, like Zartan's head just like superimposed in the background. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like Paul Walker being yeah, up in the really sky. Yeah, it really is. It's yeah. kind of like kind of like Vin Diesel with his uh, tribute to Paul Walker on Instagram. Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> oh, I forgot never, about that. Never forget. No, it was pretty good. It's like when you went and took pictures at school. Like back in the eighties. Oh, when they would just superimpose be, your and face. And they would superimpose your head like above, like in the background. Yeah. So it was like you in the front, but like your face in the background too. It's kind of like that. I have a question for you. Mm. You look at Zartan here, right? Mm. That's what Zartan looks like. Yes. What do you think's going on with his head? I assume he's wearing some sort of hood, and he's got like Ultimate Warrior face paint. Okay, fair enough. Right. I just real. I I just Is that part of the whole thing's part like it's one piece. No. Oh. I just realized, though, recently... Well, it's that, his hair. No, that's oh. not his hair. Oh. That's a hood. I always thought it was his hair. Oh. I always thought it was hair. I never... I never... I always looked at it as like, oh, he's got this red hair. Because mm. it's, you know, it's red, you know, mm. when the, on, the, on the figure and stuff like that. He's got these black eye things or whatever. Yeah, because the, the face paint's legit. Yeah. But I always looked at his face. I always looked at it and I was like, oh, that's his hair. No, nope. it's always been a hood. No, always, if that was his hair, he could be in like some death metal band. Oh, yeah, he's got, like, a Danzig kind of thing He going. really does. Yeah, he's also got, like, the Widow Peak. Yeah, definitely open for Danzig in 88. 100%. Definitely. I think he's going to open If Zartan for opened for Danzig, if you're like, Zartan's opening, like, sweet. I think he's going to open for Danzig on his next tour, which is coming up. Nice. Yeah. Danzig touring with Zartan. Or at least his, new, his next show. I don't know if he's actually touring anymore. I don't know how Danzig works. How does Danzig work? <laughs> Fucking Danzig. How does he work? That's a really good question. How does Danzig work? <laughs> Actually, because uh, was it who played? I forgot. Arnold Vuslu, I think, played Zartan in the second GI Joe movie, or maybe the first one. Uh, the guy that played the mummy in the mummy movies, uh-huh. in the new mummy movies. But Danzig would have been a great Zartan. Sure. But then you could just use his real hair. Oh yeah. He'd be like, nah. Yeah, he would have just hair. used his real hair, and he would have just... just maybe died. Right? I, mean, I don't know if Danzig will let you do that. No, Danzig's not dying anything red. <laughs> Danzig's not doing anything that doesn't look like already like Danzig. Yeah. And he's going to have to stand on like eight apple boxes so he looks tall. Yeah. Because he's a short man. Very short man. We spend a lot of time with the Baroness and Destro. We really do. And like them watching TV to hear what's going on about the Joes. And he's like, well, this is interesting, but it kind of sucks. They got cable. Yeah, they've got some great cable. And then like they're complaining. This is post-coital, by the way. Yeah. They're complaining about the news (laughs) being like more violence than news. And you're like, yep, nothing's changed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could have the same conversation in 2018. It could be just me sitting here with a golden face, being like, "Eh, what the fuck?" I mean, really, that would be a fun cosplay to do. You just paint your face gold. Yeah, but then I have to get like a sweet Destro shirt, Destro outfit. What, what, what is the outfit? I just see red from here. It's a lot of chest. That's that, that's just his kimono. That's just yeah, his uh, his bed kimono. Maybe you should be kimono Des- Destro. Oh, guy. kimono Destro. Yeah. Just like everybody remembers that great yeah, that uh, one that, issue. That, that issue, that G.I. Joe 80, uh, 77 from 1988. Yeah. Everyone remembers that look. Everybody remembers that. It's like, I'm surprised there hasn't been a figure made out of that. Yeah. That, if, look, if I was in charge of G.I. Joe's and all those fucking action figures, I'd be like, Kimono Destro, please. We'd have Kimono Destro. We have. Uh, beach uh, Destro. Beach Destro. We definitely have Beach Destro. Yeah. Uh, basically, you could make a pretty good. If you took a Ken doll and just gave him like and just spray painted his head gold, yeah, you, you'd have a fucking sweet ass Destro. Yeah, yeah, and then the, the the news starts shouting at them for some reason. Yeah, they're like, we have an announcement. Oh, that's right, because then this is the, the Joes have gotten uh, captured. That's right, they captured the Joes off the boat. Yeah. Uh, so it's Lady J and what's Flint is on there, I think, and 
So they go. They got those guys. Wait, so we're already at the night. Like Baroness has been wearing her swim outfit for like the whole time. Yeah, well, unless, unless if that's also her doubles as her boat. Yeah, it's true. You know, she's like, I, you know, don't feel like changing. It happens. Baroness is like, yo, your team is is hot, so we need to yeah, deal your, with that. Your team is the only one that's not in chaos right now. Yeah, everybody else is fucked. That's great. By the way, my boobs look low in this this picture. Like I'm not wearing a bra. No, she's not. Well, yeah, she's wearing. She's wearing a bathing suit. She's wearing a string bikini. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's why you know you need straps. So then uh, we go to that that older woman who's that badass bureaucrat whose name I can't remember, and then she's watching the news, and then there's a knock at the door, and that's uh, Doctor Burkhart. Doctor Burkhart, and yeah. that's uh, Roadblock. I think she's from the early uh, early issues of GI Joe. Yeah, the comic books. So. And he's like uh can you please help me and she's like please come in before the feds find you that's right and that's how it ends that's how this ends and uh that is it for gi joe we don't have a letters page so i think it's i forgot what the letters page was called but it was like yo joe-in sure <laughs> if i was as old i am now but i was reading this comic in 1988 i'd definitely write about uh, the beach attire oh yeah i'd be like yo how does that work How's that going? How's that going? Yeah. Will we be getting an action figure of Destro and Beach Attire? Please. Yeah, but that's it for G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, number 77 from October 1988. Would you want to read the next issue of this? I feel like I'd have to read the issue before this because there's a lot of stuff going on. There is. That I need to have context uh, in order to understand. Yeah. So if I was going to read it, I feel like I'd have to read the whole trade. There's a lot to unpack in this thing. That's something that I really enjoy this book but there's a lot that's going on in these stories that mm-hmm. you know you kind of have to be paying attention like because especially shit like serpentor cobra has like three or four different leaders yeah like there's all this this is weird hierarchy and so you i mean there's that and that, that's just on its own and then you look listen you, you read all about the other all the other shit that's going on with gi joe you know, and trying to fit, you're trying to follow, because there's like a million G.I. Joes. Right. Like, you read some, there's issues in this, you know, in this trade that are like, there's a bunch of new guys that are showing up, you know, there's this guy, there's, you know, and then there's these other guys, and you're just trying to, you know, and then occasionally what they'll do is they'll just, what, what they do most of the time is just follow around all these different characters, they hop to this group, they hop to that group, eventually it just became ninja crazy, so they started following around a bunch of ninjas. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were doing at one point, but... Yeah. So now I'm down with this. So I'm almost actually done with this trade. I got a few more pages left, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we did a digital version too. So yes, being fancy. Big shout out to GI Joe. And uh, is there anything else we had to cover? I feel like we haven't actually done like a episode like in person in a while because we pre taped it. So I feel like we covered all that all that uh, Comic Con stuff too. So yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Angry Hero Sean on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever. And you can email us at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And, of course, uh, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this podcast. We would really appreciate the support. So thanks again for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.